Alright everybody, welcome back to the last stop. We're about to shut it down for the rest of the year. And before we get started on this, I just want to introduce our special guest this week. We got Ugly New York himself. My boy Rob is in the building. He came here. He's showing up, representing for, for the Bronx. What's poppin'? We here. It feels good to be back on the radios, the airwaves. Bro, you've been on a sabbatical. We've been looking for you. I finally found you after searching. <laughs> Where you been at, my guy? I've been here, bro. You can peep me on Twitter. I just been chilling, literally working. Like I had to take a, I, I yeah, I had to take the sabbatical real quick, get a refreshment, get some drink in me, start brand new bro. for the new year. Feel me? Yo, new year, new you. Every single year, I'm not even gonna hold you. Between like, I feel like Twitter is hitting a new age, where like I remember before when Jesus and Miro first started popping off. They had them, and it was like Kaz and a bunch of other, you know, Twitter people that yeah. you would go to them to see what people were doing and what's popping in the Twitter in the streets on Twitter. Uh huh. I feel like you and Appavelli, we got we got a new generation of people. You oh no, nah, bringing it's, us that it's high quality tweets. It's definitely our time. I mean, half my tweets be bullshit and wrestling, but like I'll spread knowledge when I need to. Like I'm really going for that verified check because like. A lot of people with that check really don't deserve it. Bro, that's a fact. Especially today. Like, after all the all the takes I've been seeing lately where I'm, you know, music dropping every Friday. People want to bring their takes. Sometimes they're just god-awful. Bro, earlier, I'm going to read you some hot take right now. Um, nigga said, if 21 Savage was from New York, people would be calling him one of the best technical rappers alive. <laughs> then Yo. dude goes... <laughs> 21 has always low-key reminded me a ton of Prodigy, and that's when I clocked out. Like, don't get me wrong, I like 21, but you can't be going saying some left shit like that. That's that's the biggest problem with Twitter, that people can come with takes like that and think that they're valid. Like, I've ne- How could you compare 21 Savage to Prodigy in any way, shape, or form? He actually did. Like, it wasn't even... He actually went into it. He goes, vicious but funny, deceptively versatile. <laughs> Using complex rhyme schemes. Yo, 21 has the simplest flow. Like, huh? Yo. <laughs> Yo, he... For one for one of the songs... Dude, granted, it's one of the hardest songs on there. Out Like a Light. He says that for, like, a good 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And you can tell, you know, he, he went in to make that song catchy as fuck. But, yo, it, he doesn't use more than, like, five words in any line ever. And I don't blame him. I don't know him. how you can compare him to Prodigy. That's what I'm saying. I don't blame him. And it's not like I'm hating on 21. I love 21. 21's tape is fire. Go stream that. But it's like, yo, bro, you can't really... You got Honestly, what it is, they got to stop comparing people. That's how shit gets fucked up. That's a fact. Because then once you like, start comparing, three other people are going to see that. And they're going to make it like their mission to just fully believe that. And it keeps on going. I feel like all of the Twitter beef recently has been off of people trying to compare people to other people. Mm-hmm. And then, like, uh, with the king of R&B. Yeah. It could have just, just said who you like the most. Yeah. Jacquees is the king of R&B. I don't really listen to his shot. music. I'm not going to hold you. I, I don't think... I don't know anybody who can name one of his albums. But that's what makes him the king. I just know he's like... You know? Birdman's little sidekick since Wayne did, but I heard I saw a tweet that said that he is one of Wayne's dreads that fell off and made a life for himself. Oh, that's crazy! <laughs> now that's wild, bro. Like I, I feel like this has hurt Jacquees or ja- however you pronounce his name. They, it's hurt him way more than it would help him 
Because nobody has been complimenting him since all of this started. True. But I got to give him credit Yo, for he... even saying that. Because what was it? It was, um, I think it was Keith, Keith Sweat, Sweat who responded to yep. him talking about how, oh, so-and-so didn't say this. And all all Jacquees said was, well, they ain't have the internet. And it blew up. And I couldn't even hate on it because he was right. Because I guarantee, like, if they had the internet back then, Vandross would have been wildin'. Oh, yo, Luther would have been out That's here. That's what I'm saying. So it's like the internet is a is a gift and a curse because like you could speak your mind, and granted, not everybody's gonna believe in it. So you got to really kind of exactly. be careful with what you say. But then at the end of the day, you just got to say it, see what happens. And to be fair, everybody's taking what Jack West said. Uh, like everything he said was out of context because yeah. when he was right in front of Keith Sweat, he was like, "Yo, I'm not saying he's not a king." He's just the king of his generation. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that he's still the king now. I can be the king now. And I was like, you're not wrong. You're just not the guy I want to be hearing this from. Fact. Who do you think is the king of R&B right now? I'm not for even going to hold For this you. generation. I didn't, I didn't see a single tweet say his name. A single person. Everybody that I talked to about this. Nobody mentioned Party Next Door. Like, Party Next Door isn't providing all of your favorite R&B hits. Well, I mean, I would have believed it. When PND two dropped, and then he just like went to go write for people, and I don't, I can't knock him for it. He went to go write for people, be petty. He went to get the bag. Yeah, but like I mean, he's not really. Were you really like actively listening to PND after a certain point? I'm not gonna hold you. I still do to this oh day because I've been gosh, waiting for him to drop. Bro, he was fucking with part. I don't. 3? I don't think he has. Yo. I thought PND three was fire, this nigga. and I got roasted in my group chat for I'd it. I'd have roasted you. I accepted. Too. What was the other shit? Colors, colors two. And <laughs> yeah, then he a, dropped one like seven, colors day, seven days was kind of trash. Yo, there's a colors, colors one two. was a classic. Co- colors two is very very mid, but you gotta be in a you know in a certain mood for it. I don't know. I'm good. Like, don't get me wrong. If he dropped the tape, I'm in there. I'm gonna listen to it because I like PND, but I'm not gonna call him King R and B. Yo, I'm just saying, based off, he's like, he's like the diet version. This is a hot take. Mm-hmm. I know because me saying it, I know it's going to get a reaction. Mm-hmm. He's the diet R. Kelly of this generation. Hmm? I just had to say, yo, if you all think right. about it, he's writing all of the hits. Right, Beyonce bro. is going to him. Rihanna's going to him. Mm-hmm. He, I heard that he did Bryson's verse two on Wild Thoughts. That was supposed to be his spot, but he gave it up. And he's been uh, writing for a whole year and a half. Yo, he's giving out the hits. He's not even keeping them for himself. Think of all those Drake songs. Yeah. Like Ratchet Happy Birthday isn't even a Drake song. Yeah. That's Party Next Door yeah, 100%. I can see that. Bro, you got to I I look at it for what he's been doing for R&B and not how much he's been doing. Cuz you know, he's been gone for like a year. But then there was that there was that pic of him in the airport. Oh, he's getting chubby. Kalani got pregnant. Yo, his next album's gonna be classic. I hope, cause if not, there's gonna be a serious conversation on him. If Party Next Door doesn't drop a classic, I'm gonna be very disappointed. And I don't think he might have to. He's not even on social media now, but he's gonna have to go somewhere else. He needs to get out of OVO sweatshop and figure, you know, reevaluate his life. <laughs> What about you? Who's your Who's your king of R and B? If you had to pick one of this generation, yep. Let's say from twenty ten till now. That's a a fair twenty ten till now. Damn, honestly, bro. Regardless, well, honest, yeah, I'm gonna go with Chris Brown. You know, 
I've never even been a fan of Chris Brown. The only song I liked by him was in that gum commercial. The gum commercial? Yeah, I think it was like Double Double Men or whatever, oh, Forever. Yeah, yeah. That was the Bro, only song honestly, of his that I banged with. It's Chris Brown. You know why? He's still 29 years old. He, it feels like he's been here forever. Bro, he's been... He's been making music since I was in elementary school. Bro. Yeah, same. So it's like he never fell off. It was like, all right. So it's like he doesn't really have like a critically acclaimed album. Besides like he, his he first. He got hits though. Besides his first one. And I want to say the one where he's like, hey, I got to run through his, his discography real quick. I know there's like one where it's like his version of that Michael Jackson cover. Where it's just like mad art. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember so like, like all right, his first album and exclusive were like the two bangers and everything else he'll have damn he really got hits bro i'm sorry chris brown got hits i know big blood chris breezy he got hits bro Chris breezy was out here like i think another one of the songs that i liked where when i used to be a bartender yeah the djs used to play this to end every night and that shit was a banger back to sleep <laughs> that, that song that song was something so i'll give him that one i'll, yeah, I'll you know what i'll, I'll accept chris brown as the the king of r&b he is because he, he's he's making hits he is making Party hits. next door not so much no i'll give it to chris breezy he's the wildest I, evil blood in the game right now <laughs> not um who's another one wasn't tiger blood too i don't know what tiger because is his uh, his cousin was uh, one of the guys from. Uh, oh, his cousin is what's, what's is uh, Travis McCoy. Yeah, Travis McCoy. Hopefully, he's doing well. I don't know. I saw a picture of him one time, and I was like, "Damn!" Oh no, yeah, he was skinny. looking like the ill fiend. Yeah, yeah. That shit was apparently scary. he was out here under dog food, but listen, <laughs> we don't judge. He he made he made the song "Take a Look at My Girlfriend." I can't even be mad at him. Yeah, shout out to. Uh, no, yeah. Shout out to Travis McCoy when he's not off the off the food. Yeah, but yo, hopefully he's getting better. You know, Tiger's yeah. Tiger's been on a up this year. He made the, the same only... song three times. So for some reason, why did they keep putting him with Offset on all of his his songs? Like, I feel like every song was Tiger featuring Offset. Because that's what he needed. They might have. They should have just dropped the collab EP at that point. Yo, Tiger loves it. Didn't he do one with Chris Brown too? He did that that collab EP. Tiger just loves doing. Yeah, collabs. fan of a fan. Yo, I, I'm just waiting for Roger that part too. If he gives us that, I won't be mad. Nigga said Roger that. You can. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, did you listen to the 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 Tiger song with a Boogie and Offset, the Star Tender song? Oh yeah, I was listening to Boogie's Bro. tape earlier. Hoodie season. Cause I was I've um, never been so disappointed in my life. Like I heard some of the tracks last night after Twenty Ones, and then I was at the gym today and I was listening to Hoodie Season, and I'm like, you know what? I'm good. Like I don't really need this type of a boogie. I wasn't really a fan of a boogie at, at that much either. Like he got well, a I he thought, got a couple tracks I like, but I wouldn't say yeah, I'm going to the a boogie show. Yo, I actually went to an a boogie show. How is it? The How, how's artists, the atmosphere? It's um, it's a mini Dykeman concert. Everybody that you'll see in Playroom is at an A Boogie show. Oh, no. Nah. I'm good. Yo, oh, yeah, I'm good off that. 
you know, for drowning, he gets all his boys on stage and they all have water bottles in their hand and they, you know, they throw it in the crowd. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's nothing crazy, but it's like the, the type of people there is just going to be like, you know, some Instagram girls. Okay. Uh, some Dominicans. <laughs> you will catch a hookah in the crowd if you're lucky, but there's no mosh pitting at an A-Boogie show at all. And if you try it, you're gonna get you're gonna get slapped hundred percent. Because most of the people there are not gonna play that with those white people. Yeah, that's a fact. Bro, I remember I went to the not last year's double XL, but the year before that for their double XL show in the Sony in the Sony theater or whatever it is. Uh-huh. And someone tried they tried doing mosh pits. And then I'm cool because I'm I I, I go in a, a decent amount of mosh pits, but I'm like yeah, yeah. don't push me or try to punch me because I see some of these people. And they, they be doing the most sometimes. It be white people. Bro, one kid elbowed me in oh. my face. And then I looked at him. And I was literally, I was about to catch one. Uh-huh. And he, I've never seen somebody run away in a crowd this fast in my life. <laughs> he disappeared for the rest of the night. And I'm like, yo, he got through, he, I couldn't even get my one hit back. Nah, yo, in the pit, you got to get the hits back. Bro, Nigga hit you in dip, bro. Yo, I don't, I don't. That's why I don't do it for the for the Travis show. I've seen Travis live five mm-hmm. times in my life. I was in a mosh pit for one of them when it was at Terminal Five. Yeah, yeah. Halfway through, I was like, Wait, was that I'm the good. show? I'll... The homie jumped off the balcony. Yes, you was at that I, show. I, I I watched him. There was like five people that jumped off those balconies. Yeah, but the dude who jumped off the third one, I was looking and I watched him jump, and I was like, Oh nah, he's not. There's no way that he survived that <laughs> that landing. He's paralyzed I've seen now, right? People ECW die for less. He's paralyzed. He broke both his legs, and, and like then he tried to his blame spine Travis. Is all messed up. But you're the yeah. one. He's the one who jumped though. So how you blame him for that? The words that Travis Scott said after he jumped was, "Yo, who told him to do that? Because it wasn't me, <laughs> <laughs> bro." And then he was nice enough to give... He gave him, like, a diamond ring or something when he was, like, being carted off. Yeah. Like, yo, this kid, this kid's crying with broken legs and his spine's all messed up. And Travis is like, yo, bring him back real quick. Oh. And then they, bring, they present <laughs> him to the stage. That. And he gives him the ring. I'm like, yo, what is going on? That it ring probably could have covered his, his medical bills or, like, some of it. Yo, they said... TMZ said it was, like, fifteen a $15,000 ring. But I believe it. That it, you could see it shine from where I was, and I was on like the first floor balcony, yeah, next to the stage. But that that was a lit concert though. Virgil was DJing, and Virgil's he threw a sweat in the crowd. Bro, his his DJ sets are literally press shuffle on SoundCloud, and that's exactly where you're gonna get. I'm not even gonna hold you. It shit was whack. Um, cause I I went to Astro World, and he was a DJ there. Oh brother, that shit was wait, wait. so wild. Did he play? Did he play like some random songs that you didn't need to hear? Like yeah, and like don't get me bro, he, like that. Like I probably would have enjoyed that song if I was at the crib. I really wasn't trying to hear some other like deep dive YouTube shit at fucking MSG. Yo, he played that that song that played "Don't Want to Miss a Thing" by Aerosmith. He played that song uh. in the to start off his set, and I was like, and then he went from that song to um, what was that Migos song where it was like, oh, T-shirt. All right, T-shirt is like, fire. That's a classic. Every time I hear T-shirt, it's the first time I hear T-shirt. But I don't want to hear Aerosmith to be mixed into T-shirt. That's just how does he even? Never do that? in my I'm life. I'm not a YouTube dad in a second. 
Bro, you if you look it up, there was like a recap of his DJ set. Yo, uh-huh. it's the, it's a weird five minutes. You're gonna sit there and go, oh. bro. It was like a weird. How much? How long was he on? Like 10, 15 minutes. 10, 15 minute. Virgil said like that shit was whack. Then he obviously he played some Kanye and some other shit, but he didn't really play no bangers. Like I literally just sat down because like before him oh. was Trippy, and like I'm not really a fan of Trippy like that. Mm-hmm. And then I just sat down, and then that's when it was Virgil's turn. And I'm like, all right, let's see if Virgil got the fire. Nope. Sat right back down and waited for Gunna to he come out. He phoned it in. Yeah, I was, I was, I was just on, like, I was just waiting for Gunna, honestly. Well, watching Gunna live, I was surprised because I, you know, everybody's seen that one video where he's performing Top Off. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, it's edited in post production, and maybe it's not that. Yo, what Gunna the one live? from Colors? Yeah, the colors, the colors. Nigga, uh, Gunna has the voice of an angel, first of all. I like him live. I didn't know he was going to be that good live. That's what I'm saying. I was surprised. I was surprised, too. I was more surprised that, like, for all the shit that, like, New York talks about, oh, we love Gunna, this, that, a third. Not everybody knew his songs. They only knew, I, like, uh, mm-hmm. Drip Harder or whatever. Um, the mosh pit got crazy for Drip Too Hard, and I was like... Uh, Drip Too Hard, yeah. Uh, sold Out I'm, Dates. Who's moshing to that? And then some other shit. But when he played King Kong and Thug came out, not everybody knew it, but they cheered because it was Thug. Yeah. Top off. They ain't no top off like they should have, apparently. And I'm like, yo, these niggas suck. I was so excited. I had to cop a a gunner hoodie off the the shrink for that. I didn't even see his merch over there. It was was a simple, like, green, like, it has, like, lightning on the sides. Nothing crazy, but it was nice enough where I was like, eh. It's some colors yeah. that I don't have. The only the only reason I really copped it is because I heard that the Kylie Jenner makeup kits mm-hmm. are selling for a hundred, and I was like, if I cop four and I flip those, I'll make the money back to cover the cost of everything plus my sweater, mm-hmm. and I'll be alright. With that being said, I got two more Kylie kits. Hit me up if you want them. <laughs> Still um, have if you're to. listening at Silk Do Rag, you know where to find me. Just let me know. Shout out to Astro World. Um, I'm going to the second leg. I have to. Oh, my boy, my boy told me he was like, it's not a question. We're going. And I just sat there. I'm like, yo, seeing Travis Scott live six times mm-hmm. is a bit much. It's it's a bit it much. Astro World was my first time seeing him live. And I was glad yeah. it was Astro World. Cause I cause he's a superstar, bro. See, I don't now, know how he does it, because like he was on some ill yell shit. And then to do that shit the same thing next day, it's just crazy. That's what I'm like. It it's crazy like how how he can keep that energy every single time. Right. Like every time I see him live, he's always going the hardest. Uh-huh. There was one where he got on his bodyguard's shoulders and just walked around the arena, and I'm just there. I'm like, yo, what is wrong with him? <laughs> when I went, this was he, before rodeo. He beasted even on came one out. of the security guards, uh, cause some dude, I guess one of the fans was trying to get on the stage or whatever. Well, they were moshing mm-hmm. and and uh, the security was trying to stop it and he's just telling the security guard, "Yo, leave that nigga alone, do your fucking job and leave him alone." And then, I don't even know like why security guards even try. Yeah, anymore. I don't know. They threw him on the no big one, screen no too. Threw him on the summer jam screen. I was like, oh, <laughs> bro. But I guess the security is getting lenient because it was. Remember that show he did where he was in the Bronx in Hunts Point? Yeah, I was supposed to go so to I that. Went to that. I was supposed Bro, to go. That, that was the most expensive night of my life that where I didn't, where I didn't spend spend a dime. 
So we paid for the VIP seats because mm-hmm. there's like this balcony and the balcony's on like the side of the stage. But the VIP that we paid for is like towards the back. And mm-hmm. there was a separate VIP in the front where like if you if you if you're anybody who's anybody like Takashi 69 was there when Gummo first dropped. He yeah. was in that section. Didn't it, it, didn't it like get three... shut down because of him? No, that was at the. Um, that was the Yams Day. At... Never mind. Yeah, the Yams right, Day. The Yams Day thing. Gummo was out. So there was like three three black dudes who were dripping in all of the in all of the jewelry that you can imagine. Uh-huh. They wore all of it and they were just sitting down on these white leather couches. I was like, yo, what is it was the weirdest thing. So I went up to the security guard and we were like, yo, the show's about to start. Can we go upstairs? Yeah. He was like, Yeah, no problem. So he looks at our wristband. Then we get halfway up, then he calls us back down. He's like, Wait, come here real quick. Looks at our wristbands again. He's like, You know what? Never mind, go. Fire. Turns out, I started talking to this dude, and he was like, oh, how much did you guys pay for this? I was like, I don't know. I remember it was a lot when we paid, but it's going to be worth it because <laughs> I love seeing Travis live. Yeah. He was like, yeah, we, we just flew in from Dubai, and we paid $10,000 a person, and then another fifteen for the table. He was like, where's your table? And then I was like, <laughs> um, where's your table? Oh, it's over there in the back somewhere, but we just wanted to chill on the edge of the balcony so we could get a better view. Yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, no problem. You know, uh, let me know if you want anything. And I was like, yo, what is going on? Mm-hmm. So I look at my wristband and my boy's wristband, and then I look at everybody else's, and everybody else has like a, a gold wristband, and ours are just yellow. And then I'm like, yo, hide your wristband, and if anybody tells you anything, come to me first. Bro, we we partied so hard with everybody. I was dressed as a pickle. And then one guy went up to me and he tapped me on my shoulder halfway through the show. And he was like, yo. I'm like, oh, this is where I get kicked out. He was like, yo, are you dressed as a pickle right now? I'm like, yeah, bro. He was like, yo, everybody, this guy's a pickle. <laughs> and everybody in the VIP section just started going hard and dancing. I'm like, yo. this." And then we had an opportunity to go backstage after Travis Scott performed. Yeah. And I was like, if I even try to do that, I'll probably get thrown out and it'll it'll just end the night. Yeah. So I was like, yo, we we got enough. Let's just go home. Bro, we got free merch that day. We got so much free stuff and met, met up with like so much random people. Mm-hmm. And it was all because security didn't do their job. So I'm going a, I'm to a pray that Travis keeps up with that leniency. Word. I hope so. That's intense. Nigga had the time of his life. Yo, it's all about the finesse. As long as you can get into anything. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. That's all that matters. But um, before we continue with anything else and, you know, a couple other topics, let's just talk about you real quick. You know, we're 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 solid like 20 minutes into this. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to, you know, you know, let you in, let you introduce yourself and let, you know, the people know who you are. So like what 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 do you do with the uh, the ugly radio? What's your so the, what's your thing there? Before I started Ugly Radio, I don't know if any of your listeners have heard us of us, but I was a part of the forecast, which is me and my two homies. We was going down, we was doing that for like a hot minute before even before right. it even became a podcast because we was just like at parties, just having fun and shit. And it was like, you know what? Let's just make a podcast. And this was before like podcast was like really booming. So we, yeah. we did it. So how long how long ago did you uh did you start the forecast? This forecast started twenty six no fifteen. Fifteen, oh, sixteen. So yeah, like fifteen, we like really got into recording 
And then by the third year in 2018, it was like, all right, cool. We have some traction. And we knew we had traction because, like, we'll talk about shit on the air and we'll see other people do what we talked about. So Uh it was like, all right, we already know people paying attention to us. And then um, from there, that's how, through the forecast, that's how we got cool with It's The Real. Shout out to uh, Jeff and Eric. And um, through them, like, we got to interview them twice. And they would always give us gems and told us to just, like, make connects. And through there, I used to work at um, SOBs. Like, I was running, like, social uh-huh. media. And through there, uh, we had I had helped out uh, Jeff and Eric with a show. And then through there, that's how we met uh, Combat Jack, RIP. Yeah, facts. All right, didn't he... Uh... Wasn't his anniversary just like yesterday or yeah, yeah. the day before? So like Yeah, shout out to him. He was really, you know, instrumental yeah, in the podcast game and in the hood. We we met Combat and like he was such a welcoming person. Cause like you expect people like to be at that certain level. Like they just don't care about like the person below them. Facts. So it was like we spoke with Combat Jack, whatever, and he's telling us like, yo, honestly, I'm I'm ready to work with you guys. And it sucks that we never got the chance to because like our schedules never align. But he, mm-hmm. but the one thing that stood with me was he told us work with everybody, doesn't matter who it is, just show people love, and that's how you're gonna make it. And he was right. Like we try to have guests of any caliber, just like as long as it could help you and it help us. Like we was there for it. Mm-hmm. And then at a certain point, um, I wanted to do my own thing, and I left the forecast, which brought Ugly Radio upon us. Right. And uh, the purpose of my show was, like, I wanted to give people a platform. Like, I could give a shit about what I'm doing. As long as I can help you out, I feel like I won. So I wanted to have people come on and talk about what they were doing, what they got up next. Like, my first episode was with my coworker, who's a rapper. And, like, me and him just clicked instantly with the minute I got hired at where I work. So I brought him on. Right. I brought my homie Drew from Quarterwater. Um, I had friends on talk about ghosts and shit. Like it was just simple things that to help people get a a, a platform, because you never know who's gonna listen to it. Like my homie Sasso, who's doing really big with his music right now with the Bailey Funk and all that. Like his shit is mm-hmm. booming. People are playing it in clubs and all that. And like that song was actually type fire. Yeah, feel I'm, me. I, I saw you post it on your story. I was like, Yo, and then I'm, my I'm kinda... the homie uh, Elvin Broquette Broquette. He's a DJ. Mm-hmm. And now he was telling, he told me a while back, like some shorty came to see him DJ because she listened to his episode on my show. So it's like, oh shit. So like, I'm really just here to help people out. Like, obviously, I want to make it, but I want to help other people make it too. Nah, that's a fact. Like, literally, we have, I guess, the same, the same base on what we started, what we're doing. Cause like how you said, you, you, your first episode was you with your boy who's a rapper. My first episode was me with my boy, who's a rapper. You know, we're trying to yeah. raise the platforms for everybody while also raising ourselves. So I'm definitely, I definitely see what's what, what you're doing, what I'm doing. I'm, I'm glad this, uh, this episode could have happened. Yeah, I wanted to like, I, I see it. I, I had to get back in the game because I took like the ill sabbatical. <laughs> After yeah, Halloween, it's I been, took it's the been ill sabbatical. Minute. It was, but to be, to uh, be fair, I did it too. Like this year, twenty eight. 2018, I probably did less work than I did when I first started it, but yeah. I was like, all right. But if I if I'm putting out like one episode every week of like something where 
we don't even know what we're doing anymore. Mm-hmm. As opposed to like 2017 when we were getting into all these crazy parties yeah. and like having great experiences. So we had the experience to do it. So like you can't just keep partying all the time and, you know, not be, you know, on E at the end of the day. Yeah. So that's when we, uh, I started putting out less, but I was like, when I do put something out, it's going to be fire. So like, yeah, that's what I wanted to do. I've, I've been taking time off too. Yeah, I, that's my main mission was like if I'm gonna put something out, I'm put my heart into it because I don't like half-assing things. Mm-hmm. And then that because of that same mind state, I had to take a break because I was putting mad pressure on myself to get all these people to get on the show. And I'm like, damn, I really can't do this. And then I had personal shit going on, so it's like, damn, you know mm-hmm. what? Let me just put this to the side, try to fix what I'm going through outside of recording, and then get back mm-hmm. into it. And then what we guess it was like. I could get all these people, but then it's like I'm working on their time, and I really can't do that. And that working with other people like who aren't you know on the like because everybody's schedule is different. Yeah. So like if you if you're chasing that one guest for for like three weeks when you know you could have you know done something in one week mm-hmm. with somebody else, that's the hardest thing. But like it's all about like risking that. Uh, that opportunity yeah. to see if it comes anything comes of it. And that's the that's the hardest part about doing this. That uh I definitely feel you on that. So it's like I'm trying to get all these people, but I really can't run on their time. So it's like, damn, I really should just get somebody else that I know I could get. But mm-hmm. then it wasn't it was on some I don't want to get repeat guests that I've already interviewed on the forecast. Like right, right. like um my boy Drew, he's been on the forecast. But I only brought him back because he was in a whole new state, like a whole new state of mind of like what's he doing and where he's going, how he feels about the mm-hmm. Bronx and shit. So like it, it evened out. But like anybody else, I'd be like, all right, cool. Let's come on the show. What do you want to talk about? Oh, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> and it was like, all right. I mean, I guess you're the one who wanted to be on my show. So I figured you had something to talk about. That's that's another thing I noticed because like... um. Since podcasts are, like, so popping, like, mm-hmm. now, everybody wants to try to do their own. Yeah. And then the weird thing about that is that they don't know how to do their own, so they just think you just press record. Yeah. And, like, it'll just do itself, mm-hmm. and you'll be all right. I'm like, yo, I'm not trying to have that. Because, like, I'm not I'm not trying to throw shots or anything, but, like, when I'm listening to some of these other podcasts, I'm like, yo, there's a difference between, you know, getting popping off of what people relate to and then yeah. just trying to, you know, be funny and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm like, yo, it's just getting to a point where I, I could see when the tides are going to turn and there's going to be a new generation. Oh, no, nah, like, like this podcast bubble, sooner or later, it's just going to burst and then you got to go do mm-hmm. something else. Like, that's what I'm planning. Exactly. Like, I'm I'm already planning for that. Like, I already know, like, this podcast shit, I'll still record it, but I'm not going to put as much emphasis as I would when I first started because I already got part two of it planned up. Exactly. So it's like that's the biggest part about it. You gotta always have. You can't keep stay keep the same structure yeah. that you had. You always gotta grow and make sure you're giving something that nobody else has ever seen mm-hmm. or different take on things and stuff like that. Like with that, when I started the show, like I had the mission of having a podcast episode, and then the person who's on the show, they drop their playlist, meaning like shit that got them in the zone when they're doing whatever their mm-hmm. their occupation is. So I always have an episode in a playlist, and then I want to do something else, which I'm not gonna put on the air because then niggas don't hear it, and I'm be yeah, dumb yeah. hot when it happens. <laughs> but like this podcast shit is is cool for right now because like every other week is some new shit, and like 
Mm-hmm. You you can when you hear an episode, you can tell who's gonna be around for a minute, and then you can tell who's just gonna do this just to like see where it goes. If it doesn't work, oh well. But it's like yeah. you have to have that. That's it's like when my pops tells me, bro. Like you really have to have plan A, B, C, A through Z. Like if you stick to plan A, there's a good chance this shit gonna fuck up. I'm not even gonna hold you, cause since I I put mixes and you know music on all of my episodes mm. i have a feeling that, like because i know if i put it on spotify they'll just take them now oh no yeah that's or, a fact because so like what I, I keep it on all the the free things and nah, stuff like that so what i would do was um i did think about having music in the episode because my ultimate goal was to like have a beats one type show mm-hmm. but obviously like fucking with music it's a bit the the lines of copyright are a bit weird so it's like, yeah, you could play music, but then you can't play music. So what I did was, all right, I can't play music in my episode, so I'll have that person make a playlist, and it goes on Spotify, it goes on Apple Music, like, you know how you can make it? Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah. So that's the best I could do. But don't get me wrong, like, nah. if this shit pops off, I'm walling with music. Oh, no, see, I'm, I'm just a savage, and I'm a just... It, the the way I look at it, I'm not making a single dollar off of it, mm-hmm. so nobody could really sue me for anything. Yeah, and if they try to sue me, they could have negative money if they want, <laughs> but they're not getting nothing from this. So I already got like three more podcasts lined up just in case that happens. Yeah, so I, I already I already oh, got. No, you know, I, I've read in the into it. It's like you can't use music, but then you can because you're not selling anything. But then it's like you're streaming something, so technically you should be paying them. But then it's like, nah, I don't have to because I'm not selling a product. Yep. I I make sure that I don't sponsor nobody. And if I shout anybody out, it's because I love them. It's not yeah. because I'm gaining any monetary value. Mm-hmm. So I'm making sure I'm smart with what I'm doing. And also, like, just in case, this I could just delete all the music. Because technically, I'm not even putting regular songs. I'm doing mixes. Yeah. And if they're trying to come for me, then they got to go to every club and sue the DJs for playing their music. I'm just advertising, if anything. I'm giving you the free Oh, no, promo. but now that's going to change. Just, um, who was it? Was it uh, it's Tidal, SoundCloud, I'm assuming Spotify soon, and Apple Music. They, they got joined up with Serato. So now DJs can like... What happened? You know, wait, wait, say that one more happened? time. Wait, say, say it again. Uh, like you, you read about how like Serato Serato teamed up with uh, SoundCloud and Tidal. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, so now like DJs can get music off of Tidal and SoundCloud to like boost streams of artists and shit like that. So eventually, it's gonna come full force, which is it like it's good, and then it's bad because if you make a mix, like they're really gonna just gonna come for you. Yeah, and it's gonna. One thing about that, I guess they wanna represent the, num- the numbers more accurately oh no but... that's a fact because you know how many times like so-and-so artists getting played in the club at night like and it it doesn't you know really represent what they're what they're actually doing because uh-huh. like there'll be people like like meek mill if he got a, if he got a stream for every time dreams and nightmare was played at a party or a club yeah he he'd be he'd have double the money of what he has now he could probably just retire a lot of times i've heard that goddamn song I'm honestly tired of that song, but that's just me. I I said that a couple months ago, 
And apparently everybody is too. I'm glad I'm not. Oh no no no! Like I'm tired of it. If it comes on, like yeah, I'ma sing it. But it's like damn, here I am singing it again. Yeah, you're doing it. You're not willingly. Doing it's not it. fun like, anymore. Oh, man. I used to pray for times like this, but you still gotta yell out yeah. the second half of the song. Like I, I did have to. It's, it's it's a part. It's already embedded in my mind. Mm-hmm. It's already since 2012. I've been singing that damn song. Yeah, I'm tired of it. If they never played at the club again, I'd be straight. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Maybe Uptown Vibes is gonna take it over. I guess. Hope. I don't. Nah, I doubt that. Not. It definitely will like indictment right now, but oh no! Nah, even like, then, once, I can I can uh, already see him playing it still. Once summer comes back, that song gonna make a resurgence. Yeah. Shout out to Meek Mill. If he put that song out in the summertime, that would have been crazy. Exactly. But yeah, definitely shout out Meek Mill. That was a good album too. I didn't didn't expect it to be that good. Well, I guess because it's like, he always makes good music. It was just like, people were just so wrapped in the whole Audemars, Roly shit. Mm -hmm. Like they really weren't hearing it. Because he's been rapping about like, Real shit for a minute, but like everybody got caught up in the yelling and rollies. They didn't take notice until now, where he ain't really yelled that crazy. He was just on his shit. Yeah, and he, and he, instead of, you know, just rapping about the Audemars and the rollies, he rapped about why or how you should get them and not just give them away. I was yeah. like, oh, that's some, some good tips. Shout out to Meek Mill. He was, he was giving out good fisc- financial advice. <laughs> It was a diet four four four. That ass. <laughs> but yeah, so so what are you what are you planning on achieving <laughs> in twenty nineteen with uh with ugly radio? Uh hopefully now that now that you know New Year's is approaching, what are what are some new year new me? Uh all right, boom. Yeah, facts. So like with my show, I'm trying to put BX on the map more than it is already. Cause like it was literally our year in 2018, the BX year. Yo, we took over. That's what I'm saying. Niggas was hating on it. Cardi B went off. Shout out to Cardi. I hope she gets the Grammy next year. Oh, that would be something. Fat Joe almost did it, but um, for people that know, I can't really fuck with Fat Joe. Wait, why don't you fuck with Fat, Fat Joe? Oh, uh, him and my uncle have a beef. Oh, fire! Like they, it's lit. That's been going on for like 30 years. So oh, I never really I, liked I, Fat I, Joe like that as a music artist. Cause he has a Bro, he has a bunch of hits you can't there's remember. There's a lot of reasons to not like him. He has like what he had make it rain right? Was I that guess one make it rain. Like lean back. I'm, I'm not allowed to to listen to his music, so <laughs> I wouldn't be able to tell <laughs> you. <laughs> Yo, whenever all the way up comes on, I gotta cover my ears. <laughs> or just listen to the Remy Ma verse. That's it. Um, damn, my 2019, bro. I'm gonna just bring this show back. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna bring the show back. I'm gonna level it up more. I'm gonna have way more guests. Um, Listen, I'm already, I'm already waiting for my call. You know, I'm like uh, an NXT hopeful. Yeah, like just waiting to get up there. It's no rush. I'm still, I'm still young, but like I'm gonna try to get all my shit. Cause if I'm gonna do something, like I'm gonna really go for it, and it's something I like. Mm-hmm. Cause like I hate doing things. And then if I don't like it, I'll just half-ass the shit out of it, not even care anymore. But I care about yeah. this, so I'm gonna like 
put all the effort in to make this the best possible content people can get. I'm going to put BX on the map. I'm going to put my friends on the map. I'm mm-hmm. definitely going to sell out. The minute I get in 2019, <laughs> I'm selling the fuck out. Yo, imagine seeing a bag and going, nah, I don't want to do the it. The hell no. Got- I'm taking that Yo. shit. I'm acting bougie. I'm going to get that verified check, and I'm definitely wilding. Once I get that check, I'm going to probably say some dumb hot takes. Now, that's another thing I wanted to ask mm-hmm. you. So on Twitter, you've been you've been popping for a little minute now. Yeah. Like, I feel like at least once a week, you got something that everybody's talking about. So when did you first start like you know getting that reaction on Twitter where a um, bunch of people were reacting to what you were putting out there? I don't even know. It just be dumb shit. It happened to me on Tumblr too. Like I was like, I was booming on Tumblr, but I never really acknowledged it because it was like it's the fucking internet. I don't know any of these people. I don't think anybody has ever you know acknowledged their their popping. Like on, it's not even it's not even media. on some like I'm trying to be humble shit. As like I just didn't care. I'm like, cause yo, like yeah. I had like, all right. So on Tumblr before they took away the news and shit, um, mm-hmm. I wasn't always popping and all it took was one post where i had posted this picture of a baby in a suit with a phone call with like holding a phone and the caption was yo it's lit come through and then from there like it just got popping like i started getting like follows this and third online bitches saying oh you cute i'm like all right sure and then um from there, like, was it always ugly New York? Uh, like when I first started a, on, on Tumblr, Tumblr, on Tumblr, no, I had some dumb like indie rock band shit, Great Whites and Bum Fights, <laughs> and then like that's how people knew me. But like, I was always like posting music and shit, and then I changed it to Ugly New York. I don't know why. I was like, fuck it, let me just do that, and then it just it it just hits right. Like, yo, it it sounds right when you say it. Yeah, like, so I was like, you know what? Ugly fuck it. I'm going to call myself Ugly New York. And they was like, oh, why'd you call yourself that? I'm like, because I'm ugly and I live in New York. Like, <laughs> how how hard is it to understand that? And then me saying that, they was like, well, you're not ugly. I'm like, well, all right, I guess. Because, like, I just didn't care because it's the online fucking Al Gore's internet. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? Like, I can't bag an anonymous, like, person. I mean, I could, but it's like, why would I? For all I know, it could be a nigga on the other line of the screen. Like, hey, yo, you don't want to take that risk. <laughs> exactly. And then oh, never Neve pulls up to your crib. Exactly. And it's a wrap. I'll be crew. so mad. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it was on Tumblr, I got popping. And then after a while, I got bored. Like, I got like way too bored on there because it wasn't fun anymore. Mm. It was like all PC now. And then I don't know if you ever heard yeah. of um, Communism Kills, that girl. You ever seen that girl? Nah, I've it's, never. It's some white communist girl, whatever. I had made a joke where, uh, you know the Chappelle skit where uh, Rick James is like, I don't just do things to do them, shit like that. Yeah. I had yeah, made yeah. a joke saying like, yo, what if so-and-so hit you up and it was communism kills? Like, are you really going to get top from her? Like, would you allow it? <laughs> and then my own rebuttal to it was, you know what? I might. I don't just say things just to do them. Of course, I'm gonna get top from communism kills, and I added the Rick James pick, and that shit blew up. <laughs> and then, then I quit that, and then I went to Twitter, and literally just stayed the same person, tweeting bullshit. Like, you see yeah. my tweets, like I be tweeting bullshit, bro. That's it. Like 
That's a fact. I just tweet and bullshit. It's usually that's what people relate to. Like, yo, you could tell when like people are gonna try to go too yeah. hard, and try to do something that they're trying to be too funny, uh-huh. and you're just there like, all right, let's. Relax. Yeah, I try. Like, I try to be as genuine as I can be. Like, literally, the online person is me in real life. Like, yeah, and it it translates because like you could tell, you know, you're the same person that. You know, you say what you say on Twitter and mm-hmm. everything like that. And you could, like, there's, there's some people you're just like, oh, man. Yeah, like, I know you're wilding. Like, I know you're just trying to have fun and it's not working. Yeah. Me, I just they, I just tweet they, whatever. They're trying their hardest. Like, don't get me wrong. I'll jump in on, like, what's popping with, with memes and shit. But, like, after a while, I was like, all right, next shit. It's like my boy, uh, my boy Pavan, who runs the, uh, the Wrestling Gifts account. Mm. So right now he has more followers than the TDE gifts. You know those people that yeah, I love them. They they would tweet every wrestling promotion and like gif everything. Yeah, put captions. Try to have the 4K resolution on everything they do. Yeah, but the problem is the reason that they're not on like that he has more than them is because they just go too hard and it's just too much. <laughs> and then he'll tweet like one or two things a day. And get way more interactions, and like people will fuck with him way more. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so weird. Like, you could tell when people are just, they're trying their best to, you know, get on that level. I fuck with TDE, though. I, mean, I The only reason I always see them is because they get the captions. The captions are the things that make them pop. Yeah. Like, people, people know what they're doing. But, you know, Pavan, if you, if you know him, you just know, yo, we brought him to, um, he came down to New York, and I was his tour guy, basically. He was chilling with me. Yeah. And we brought him to a Trinidadian bar on Zariga. <laughs> and when we pulled up, there was like 10, 15 cop cars and like 20 cops there, all because a lady lost her phone and they were looking for it. But he looked like he was about to cry. It was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> and then when the cops all leave, he takes a, a bottle of Henny Privilege and just pours it in a tall glass yeah. and drinks it warm. And didn't make a face of nut. He's a pure savage. Oh. That's when I knew. I was like, yo, this is my man's forever. <laughs> like, yo, we've been cool ever since. <laughs> that's fire. Yo, it's, it's, and that's the thing. Like, yo, the, the new era of Twitter, it's about to get popping. Once once the PC people get out of here mm-hmm. and, like, people can say what they really want to say, it's going to be a whole different, whole different breed of savage. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, like, there got to be times where you got to watch what you say. But then it's like you can't get mad at everything. I understand what to get mad at, but you can't get mad at everything. Cause then there's just no fun. That's what happened with Tumblr. That's why it went down. Yeah. Everybody was taking shit Especially so Especially now. Like nobody's going there now. They t- they got rid of all of like the adult content. Not, I'm like, oh. I deleted my shit. Like I I, I, I literally if you go to my Tumblr, all you're gonna see is a bunch of links to my podcast. And I was just like, oh, just if any, because you can't even tell who like follows you and stuff like that on there. It's very confusing. Mm-hmm. And I never even fucked with it anyway. But like, I'll post something sometimes, and like a bunch of people will like reblog it or whatever it is. Yeah. And then it turns out that I I didn't even know I had a fan base on there, so I'll just like throw out a couple links, mm-hmm. and then not acknowledge the app for like seven months. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm about to get rid of that too. Yeah, I got like I got rid of mine because like I just didn't want to use it anymore. And then yeah. I remade it. I mean, I remade mine just so I could keep my name. I didn't want nobody to take Ugly New York. And then they're posting like sex gifts and some other dumb shit. 
Like I will post my podcast oh. and I'll post like here and there, but I'm not actively mm-hmm. using it. I just wanted to keep my name. Yeah. I don't think anybody uh, on there still uses that. Shit. Oh no, they still do, but it's like it's more out of um, like at a certain point, going on Tumblr became a habit. It was like mm-hmm. a, it was like you were bored, so it was like fuck it, let me see what's on the t- like on the on the dash, and that's where you would like collect your memes and. Reply to some shawties. Oh, if, if I wanted a good gift, Tumblr was the first place. Yeah, I that's went what I'm saying. So like, they already had the gift. So I was like, damn, all right, I see mm-hmm. why I keep this. And because you couldn't save yeah. gifts off Twitter, the minute you could do that, it's a wrap. Like nobody gonna go to Tumblr, or you could just go to <laughs> Google. That's it. It'll probably just be Twitter and Google. That's where you're getting your gifts off of. And not not that's why yo when my wrestling gifts I go to the source. I go to the guy, so <laughs> like I'll, I'll I'll make sure yo if he posts something I'll be like yo text that shit to me, cause like to 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 save a gif on Twitter on your phone, yo you're better off going to like school for for editing and and yeah. software build. I'm like yo, <laughs> like I literally I built I have built an app for a marketing class that made no sense whatsoever, uh-huh. and I sold it for money, and I can't even save a gif from my phone from Twitter. Like it shouldn't be like this at all. <laughs> but um, so let's uh, keep going. Let's let's I guess let's wrap up the year before we go. All right. We, you know, there's no set amount of time, so we could keep going. Um, what is your who's your artist of the year? If you had to pick one, who do you think was the MVP of this year? Uh, Travis. So you think Travis? He he has the title for artist of the year. Yeah. His album rollout was Bro. crazy, and it's still going. He about to do the halftime show. Yo, that's gonna give him. That's a different bag. That's what I'm saying. Like the I know, NFL I know he's not getting paid else. from the NFL, like because they don't pay them. But like the shit he's about to do, and the he'll get paid from like the people of the shit he's wearing, the shit that's gonna mm-hmm. come after that one show. That bag is about Some to go Pepsi crazy. Commercials or whatever. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, I saw people tight that he's gonna do the halftime show. It was like, for what? I'd have done it. Fuck that. I don't give a fuck what Jay Z says. I'm not even gonna hold you. I saw Meek Mill also reply to that, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, Yo, Meek, aren't you like friends with Robert Kraft of the Patriots? Like, feel me? So it's like, all right, you gotta pick and choose. Yeah. But like, I get it because of the whole Kaepernick shit. I'm with Cap. Hashtag I'm with Cap. But it's like, yo, bro, 100%. honestly, I'm going to be real with y'all. I'm taking that bag. Like, do you make more money not doing it? As a, like, nah, you definitely make more saying, money oh, nah, doing nah, it because all the money's going to start coming to you. And to be fair, Travis Scott fans don't really, like, they're not the fans to, you know, have, you know. He doesn't even make music for, you know, social injustices and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so like, I don't know where y'all He's just coming. there. He's just... <laughs> He's just trying to vibe. That nigga he's trying to raise. Like, to yes, I'm trying to hear sicko mode for 20 minutes, yeah. bro. Bro, I've seen him screaming a mic for five seconds straight. Like, he's not trying to sit here and, you know, tread the water lightly. Yeah. He's just going to do whatever he wants and get that bag. Shout out, Travis. He's going to have fun. Yeah. Um, I'll give him MVP of the year. Uh, Personally, Key. I'll give it to Key. 7-7 seven, seven is still Yo. my shit. Um, that shit, yo, in the deluxe edition, I was like, oh man, that's when I first started getting into that tape. Yeah. After the deluxe came out, and I was like, ah, oh, it was a perfect time. Um, 
I'll give it to Kenny Beats. It was his year too. He was on everybody's album. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also gonna give it to uh, damn, it's mad MVPs. I'm gonna give it to Ty Dolla. I'm surprised nobody mentioned Ty Dolla Sign. He was literally on everybody's album this year. Ty Dolla Sign. Free Ty Dolla Sign. I'm surprised nobody. Yo, I'm jacking that it was Skrillex's coke in the bag and he just took the fall for it. Because if you look at the video, the cops didn't even say like, mm-hmm. oh, who's, whose bag is this? He was like, oh, he's a rapper. And then arrested him. The hip-hop so I don't know if they like cut up the video and stuff like that. Yo, I'm like, yo, look at Skrillex and look at Ty Dolla Sign. Why do you? It's no, it's no comparison. The hip-hop police is real. Facts. Free tie dollars. Like, yo, how are you gonna go? Yo, this is a rapper's car. Let's get the let's get the dogs. <laughs> Skrillex ain't relax. catching shit, bro. It's fucking Skrillex. That, yo, if I was Skrillex, I would have taken that that fall because he has a way better chance of getting out than Ty Dollars. Where Skrillex pussy. Facts. He sat there mad quiet with mm-hmm. his hands under his lap, probably. Uh, and I, I, the OVO in me has to give it to Drake too. Oh, there you go. You took my answer from me. That that's the only person I really thought of, like where I was like throughout the entire year, mm-hmm. like there hasn't been like two three months where Drake doesn't drop like a verse to it's keep how you him, stay you know, relevant. Keep his name out there, bro. He's been he started it off with um, what was the look alive? Mm-hmm. Then he did uh, what's the song with Lil Baby? The brand new whip got no keys. He did that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He did um, the song with French Montana, oh, no which got Kanye going crazy. Then he was on Kanye. Um, uh, Yo, Drake is taking money and food out of Saint's mouth. Like Kanye's Kanye, kids are gonna up. grow up with no like, money. Uh, all right, I like it sucks, bro. Kanye off a of perk, and it's so wild to me. It's just too much. It's just too much to handle. Growing up being like a really big Kanye fan. And then he just goes crazy. I've never seen a fall off like this. Where that's what I'm he, saying. He did it all to himself. That's what I'm saying. Like for no reason. I got shit on Twitter, bro, because uh, I said uh, I didn't like his uh, little rebrand that he's doing. Remember when he went back mm-hmm. to Chicago and he was taking pics on his old crib, and he said he was never yeah. leaving Chicago. I'm like, all right, I'm really not buying this at all. And I guess it was because like I'm from here. Like, everybody from Chicago was like, what the fuck are you talking about? This little rebrand. Yeah. Joe Budden teaches you a word, and you start using it. I'm like, yo, rebrand been a word since forever, first of all. And two, you obviously don't see what's going on. Like, he's literally just trying to sell an album. Yo, he went to Calabasas the very next week. <laughs> like, I'm like, yo, huh? what, what do he, he? He's lied about everything. That's what that I'm saying. Done. And then I was catching shit for it. Like people, bro. He even pulled up to the White House and said, "You know, the doctor actually he misdiagnosed me, and I just had sleep deprivation. I'm not actually mentally like. How are you gonna go? Yeah, I'm not actually bipolar. I was just, you know, I I didn't sleep enough. Like, bro. And then you go on Twitter and just go hard at Drake, and Drake doesn't say like a single word, and you're just sitting there basically yelling at a wall because mm-hmm. nobody nobody's talking to you. You're just talking just to say words." And contradicting himself. And I'm like, yo, what is wrong with this guy? And then he says Drake is coming at his mental health. When you're the same person that said that you don't have any problems. You're just, you 